What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is April 1st, 2022. We are on our way into the city. I have a late night ahead of me, but there's so much going on. Baseball season has begun uh, soon, and actually, the show 2022 just came out, downloaded it, spent fucking $90 on the game, but it's another year. I mean... God, that game came out right when COVID dropped, and it kept me busy with a group of dudes that I'm still pretty cool with, um, and we play every year. I mean, we started playing three years ago, and now, you know, the new game came out. I got to play a little bit of it. Sick. Um, we'll talk about that. And uh, just everything. Like, I'm just going through the motions. Um, weather seems to be like it's turning around. It's been absolutely freaking cold. House hunting. I mean, where do I start? I, I don't even know where to begin, but um, let's let's start off with just baseball in general. Um, Red Sox, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be that guy that, like, bases the whole season on a preseason um, skills. You know, we looked really good. We were undefeated for a while, and now we're kind of starting to teeter off and get smacked around, which is fine. Um, you know, some of the big news is, like, you know, Jared Duran uh, back down in Worcester. Um, I thought he did well during preseason, but they're going to keep him down. I think they don't want to show him too much because he is definitely trade bait for some of these people. And maybe it's better that he's kept in the minors. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what goes through these guys' heads. I don't get paid a million dollars to manage a baseball team. But, um, you know, that's someone that did pretty decent in spring training who's um, destined for assignment in, in Worcester for now. And... Um, you know, it's like Trevor's story. I haven't even talked about that. I left the last pod talking about wanting to sign Freddie Freeman. And then the last guy left was really Trevor's story. And the Yankees wanted him, but we snagged him up. And I will say the Red Sox, I'm very happy to hear that they're playing aggressive, you know, baseball. They want to win this year. I think they should. Um, adding a guy like Trevor Story, I mean, we haven't had a second baseman with this talent since Pedroia, um, with the bat, you know, he's got pop, he's great defensively, you know, he played shortstop, but he's, again, willing to take that, um, take that role to help Xander out and not have that awkwardness, but you gotta admit, with Xander not being signed yet, um, the Red Sox can kind of wave him in Xander's face too for something so I don't know um, if I had to choose right now I would love to sign both of them right but if I had to choose right now I'd definitely choose Devers um, I know Xander's like you could call him a future Hall of Famer I mean he's, he's really really talented he's one of those guys that's a shortstop that just can murder the ball um, and plays great defense when he wants to but you got a guy like Devers who's you know face of the franchise at this point in terms of just like slugging home runs he's murdering the ball this spring and I just if I had to choose again I would choose Devers to be on this team I don't want to I hope that we have enough money where we can sign both of them because you know either or is going to go to the Yankees uh in 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 whenever in, in the next year I mean they signed him to arbitration but with the Yankees just still haven't found their um any, they, they couldn't sign anyone this offseason besides, you know, the guys that they had like Rizzo and Gallo and all those other guys. Um, they really fell short in the um, in any other free agency. Like they 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 blew it with um, Freeman and then story came to us. So I could see them just being dicks and making a move at either Xander. I mean, they got, you know, Torres, uh, but they could make a move for a third baseman with Devers, which is scary. I would hate to see him in Yankee Stadium. Um, it would be a, a smart move on Cashman to sign Devers because, again, that short porch with Devers, you're just going to see this guy just absolutely tattoo the ball over that fence. It's just 
he's an AL East monster. Um, you know, that short porch and, and the Orioles and then, you know, Yankee Stadium and then just kills the ball in, um, in Fenway. So, again, it's it's going to be a, a tough, tough division. I mean, the AL East is basically just an arms race. It's like China, Russia, United States and India and all one one division. And no one really knows what's going to happen because... There's just a lot of question marks on all the teams, and there's a lot of question marks on our team. We played amazing last year. Like, I'm so proud of that team. Um, kept me at the edge of my seat when I was down and out. Uh, baseball was just the sport that just kept it together. Like, it was just exciting. It sucks that we lost um, that ALCS, but to see October baseball in Fenway again after just the shit season that we had the year before was nice and you know again i see them back in contender uh contending for for another pennant they just need to uh really solidify their pitching chris sale hopefully can get back on uh on the starting starting bullpen or you know do we just keep him back in the as a closer role and just let him pitch uh once in a while i don't know but the pitching is always a question mark for me i mean how long will these guys last guy i'm really looking at is tanner huck is he going to um, bloom this year? Uh, he had really great signs, and you know he, he's definitely one of those uh, power pitching guys. But when is he going to take it to the next level and become you know your solid number three or four, whatever? Um, so that's always something you you know you think about with this team. Um, and pitching has never been really my comfortability, <laughs> comfortable zone talking about. So I just hope that we do keep our eye out for, for anything. I mean, Kimbrell just signed to the Dodgers, so that sucks for us in terms of bullpen stuff. Baseball season is just a tough, tough thing. Like, you could be the best team this April, right? And then just absolutely just be demolished by September. And I just – it just kind of goes, right? Like, it's that's why they call it the boys of summer. Those summer games is really where all the dog days are, are at, where all the fighting goes and where all the battling with, with, with just wins and who gets hurt and things like that. Um, man, you just, I, I advise anyone just like join a fantasy team, uh, like a fantasy league. You really get to understand the sport and how much injuries play a role, how much trades uh, definitely play a role, and how much just having a streaky hitter uh, on your team can play a role. So, I mean, my buddy got Jonathan India like at the end, you know, like halfway through the season and he carried him to a championship. The guy was just like unstoppable. And I gave away Dansby Swanson, like another rando, but he got hot at the end too. So it's just a, it's, it's definitely a thinking man's sport when it comes to managing that team. Um, and, you know, it, it obviously works with other sports, too. But I think baseball is definitely the top sport where you really need to have some strategic moves. Um, and, and you can't just set your lineup. It's not like fantasy football where you got some studs that are always good every Sunday and a quarterback who's always throwing four touchdown passes. Um, this is a seven-day-a-week, you know, schedule where you have to make moves. And, you know, it's always uh, interesting to see what happens. So, um and it goes with just real life sports. Like I, I get, it's just a tough, and that's why I think analytics um, play a huge role in this sport because it's like horse racing. Like, how does this guy do in August? How is he batting? You know, like for example, let's do a guy um, that the Yankees just signed, 
um, can you think of his name? Richardson or whatever. Uh, the whatever the guy they just signed third baseman. He's 36 years old. You start to look at his year-over-year stats, right? He's an amazing hitter, and he, and he really just polishes the ball off. You start to see in like July, August, where his hammy gets hurt all the time, and that's been happening since he got injured. So. You know, that's something you think about when you get a player. Like, you're like, all right, well, this guy starts to teeter off. And, and I say that with horse racing because if you were a horse, I've seen people that bet on horses and they have these kind of analytics. Like they have like how the horse does on grass. How he, how's he doing on clay? How's he doing on whatever, dirt? Like, it's just different. And I think that's the same thing with these athletes where, again, Trevor Story plays amazing baseball in Colorado and his numbers are great. And then in a way, like, yeah, you do see him not as powerful and that means obviously Colorado definitely fluffed those numbers up with their high altitude so there's all these different analytic things that you look into I hate it I hate that nerds are taking over baseball just like they took over everything else stocks and other sports but it makes sense why these nerds are there why the algorithms are there and why when you see like a pitcher get pulled with only 40 pitches You'll, you'll, you start to understand there's probably some sort of trend with him. If he throws, you know, eight straight balls, he's guaranteed to give up two runs. So you let go of it. So back to the Red Sox again. I'm very happy with this team, this lineup. You got freaking Kike. You got Story. You got Xander. You got Devers. You got JD. I mean, it's just a, a really cool team. And I'm so happy Jackie's back. He's going to keep some runs off that scoreboard. He may not knock any in, but you still got someone there. And then you got Arroyo who could definitely platoon with that. Um, I saw Brock Holt was on the on the, on the the market. But I think Arroyo is a better hitter than, than Brock. Brock's a great clubhouse guy. But this team needs just hitters, especially that bottom lineup from 7 and 9, eight, uh, 6 to 9. So, um, you know you don't pick him up. So, and I'm hoping Arroyo can kind of like understand. He, I mean, I would be a little, a little upset that they brought in another second baseman, but this is the way the cookie crumbles. And now is the time to win. And I'm glad that they're doing this. Um, and yeah, baseball season, home game, April 15th, two o'clock game. Super excited for that marathon Monday, that following Monday, it's just going to be back. Boston is, back the end of the emergency today um all this crazy stuff with the north end it's like i i am angry about it um if i if, if i were mayor of boston i would definitely have just let the north enders get one more pass and then you just get rid of it right you don't force them to pay anything you just give them one more year just like you know the fenway sports group is doing with these concerts just give them one year of a bunch of shows they lost a lot of shows a lot of the bars in the city lost a lot of money because they weren't open. Just let everyone kind of break even again. Um, and what she's doing right now is really just polarizing this this city. And I don't want her job though. Like it's such a hard job where you're trying to please everybody. You're trying to please your voters. And it just seems like she's constantly has such animosity towards her. Such like if you look at the comments, anytime she posts anything, she did that Instagram live. It blew up in her face. It's just like, it's scary. And um, I don't know, like I know she probably feeds off this kind of stuff and her base, which is the activists and, and all the, you know, it's very progressive left that loves to upset the old Boston. 
um, love it. So I don't see it not continuing. I mean, this is basically her MO. She ran again, should get reelected at this point. Um, and this is kind of where Boston is. It's an extremely wealthy city. It's an extremely liberal city. You either like live here and embrace it, or you just move some somewhere south. I mean, you go to Florida, um, and you get a different experience. You don't have the mass. You don't have all this other stuff. But then there's a give and take where I personally love just what Boston is. I love that it has that European kind of feel to it, and I can put the pol- political side. At least I won't let it bother me as much as it does other people. And it is what it is. Like young people are, will always be left, like right, like they're always for the majority of them. They're always just in college. They're just reading on all these like anti, you know, anti, you know, man and Marxism, and it's just cool, right? Like before you have any money, you want to be part of that movement that is anti-work and and let's stick it to the big corporations. And I get it, but as you get older, which I experienced. I started to just kind of understand that like, holy shit, like my tax dollars are going to this. I think this is ridiculous. Or, um, you know, if you are someone that can really work truly and you're mentally fit to work, there should be jobs for you to do. And there should be opportunities. There should never just be handouts because it's just a, a constant, you know, just a constant abuse. And I understand people need help getting lifted up. But there's to a point now, though, where there's there's people that make businesses off this sort of policy. So, you know, I'm not going to go into it. I went into it hardcore during the COVID year, COVID years, which is a thing. And it is what it is. I love Boston. I still love it. Regardless, there's nothing better than hitting my little vape pen, hopping on my scooter, going down the freaking Boston Common, hitting up Newberry Street, grabbing a cookie, rolling into work, chilling for eight hours, heading home. It's just the, the best. I would love to live here. I can't afford it. That goes to my next thing about housing. Absolutely out of control. Congratulations to everyone that bought a house before this pandemic and in and, and the last six months. Like you, you did it. You, you, you made a great play. You took an amazing risk. But there's people like me who's just like Johnny Cautious, just wants to play it safe. You never know. I kept hearing the market's going to crash. The market's going to crash and it's still not crashing. It's up 20% than it was two years ago. And now there's egg on my face. Again, not the end of the world. I'm not going to let it bother me too much. Like if I can't get a house, I'll get a nice car. It is what it is. Like I'm not going to just be depressed over. I have friends that it definitely affects their happiness. And I could see it like why, like, Back in the day, you could like actually rent a house and it would be nice. You had a house, you didn't own it, but you had your privacy. You didn't have to worry about like neighbors being loud, stuff like that. There, that doesn't exist anymore. Those, those are now sold to people that own it. But you know, it's you just can't let this type of thing get to you. Like it is what it is. It's out of your control. You're not gonna. You have no time machine, you know. And it, you just kind of embrace it. You just have to like take a deep breath, look inwards, and then move on. And that's just it. I hope people can get that. Um, but I understand why there's frustration. We're looking right now. We looked at, I looked at a place in Plymouth the other day. I loved it, but you know, there was five offers already on that house. I threw a number out and then the guy's like, dude, you know, if it's over, you know, if you're asking for something that's appraised at not at that number, you got to pay that extra money. So I'm not trying to pay another 50 grand just to get a house. Like I don't need a house that bad. Um, 
and, and, and it is what it is. Plymouth is dope. It's a little far away, but I do like that about everything. I, I Again, I don't... My hours are, like, off hours, so the commute's not terrible. I could take the train in if I have some really, like, some stuff during that 9 to 5 grind. And uh, it's a cute little town. Like, I, I rolled up in there. I got a coffee at this, like, brewery distillery spot in an old, like, freaking um, mechanic shop. Uh, you know, there's good little walkways and the water's right there. Like it, I definitely could see that city like on the come up for sure. It, it's not there yet, but it's coming. And I mean, you got to think about it. Like it's also a dope business. You got the summer business and then you got all these people that are just like looking for Plymouth rock and they want to just like that. And there you go. You got your November business right there. So, you know, it's a, uh, it is what it is. It's a struggle for some people, but, um, again, I'm just happy that I got, you know, 10 toes on the ground, you're breathing, you got your hands, you got your legs, you got your eyes, you got your ears, you got a lot more than some other people have in this world. You know, having a house isn't everything. I mean, it doesn't complete people. I know people that are millionaires, they're out of shape, they're miserable, they hate their wives, they have, you know, their kids hate them. It's just sad. So it could be worse, guys. And I will say I've switched it up. I stopped. Well, yeah, I, I haven't in like at least three days had a coffee. I've started to drink matcha again, which is, um, it's like really refined green tea. And I'm telling you, it is like a wonder drug compared to what coffee does to you. Coffee will fucking give you the biggest rush and then the biggest crash. And then you're tired where matcha, like I'll drink a cup. Um, and it's, I, you can get them at Trader Joe's. They're single serving packets. You mix them with cold water, some ice. And, um, I've gotten like 10 hours of just sustained energy and i'm also focused i'm also kind of mindful like it, it it goes really well if you're doing meditation stuff like that like if i have too much coffee i can't take a deep breath like i can't like take that full breath where you feel like you're like expanding your lungs like your diaphragm and letting it out because I, I don't know what coffee does i don't know if it's like a nervous system thing but you just don't get it where if i drink matcha I'm taking full deep breaths i'm relaxing and it's just been a, it's been a, a game changer for me. Like, I love it. So it's, uh, try it. Just the thing is like, you can't just have coffee too that day. You have to have just like, just straight up, just drink a matcha, see the difference. I tell people, you know, you're going to feel like it doesn't hit you, but then you'll notice like eight hours later, you're like, wow, I still have this, like this little buzz to me and coffee sucks, man. Like I, it's like burnt beans. Like there's all this like really bad, like oxid, like oxides or whatever it like stains your teeth it like rips the enamel out your teeth it makes your breath smell but a match is like the difference it's like calms you blood pressure goes down but you still get that like that buzz so there's some on amazon too you can buy single serving packets um and like i said i just uh i'm all in on it like that's like my new jam right now so um hopefully oops, um you know, that's, that's something I recommend for you guys. It's, uh, it's definitely a wonder drug is, is what I'm calling it. So that's it. Like I've just been focusing on fitness. Um, you know, I, I stopped even like biking. I'm doing this like really cool, uh, full body workout on Peloton. The guy that's doing it's, um, really got a good class and a, he teaches a lot of, um, it's really, really helpful. Uh, his classes and, and and it's like six it's a six week course and you do th three workouts the first two weeks and then it's four workouts um the this week and it's just like crazy complexes like you're doing curls you're doing back 
back backward uh, lunges, and it's just given me like that like switch up that I needed. I'm usually like really heavy cardio, and then I end up looking sickly and lean, like way too lean. I got no muscles, and this is like you're doing snatches, you're doing shoulder presses, you're doing squats, you're doing all types of shit that I haven't even like known you can do just that. And I'm doing this all in my house. Like I don't have a gym membership. I'm just all based on the bike and like, I'll hit the bike now and then, but with the weather being nice, I'll just run outside. So, um, and that's the other thing too. Like I stopped wearing my Apple watch cause that was another thing that kind of like gave me like anxiety. Like, Oh, I didn't close my rings today. I gotta do this, gotta do that. You let go of shit and then like beautiful stuff happens. Like, and I let go of the watch because I felt like I was way too attached to the watch, became obsessive. Now that I'm not like really thinking about it, I've seen better results than I would if I had it. So, you know, I, I totally recommend just letting go of anything that you think you're doing too much of. Um, I think like my next thing is like weed, you know, that might be my next catch because, you know, sometimes you overdo it and sometimes you got to learn to live without things that you live with like you got to remind your brain you got to shock your body now and then so um so that's that so i have nothing else i think uh you know i have very high aspirations for this baseball season guys and i hope that you do too um and that's about it i got nothing else to say i hope everyone has a good weekend we will talk soon peace